Welcome to Chat You Up, Shahaba City Library's YA podcast, where we read young adult books and then review them for you. Before we start, let me issue a spoiler warning. We will be talking plot points, discussing characters in depth, and definitely spoiling the ending. Do any characters die? We'll be talking about them if they did. And while there's no Luke today, I am joined again by special guest Emma from Inner West Council. We'll be reviewing Gap Year in Ghost Town by Michael Pryor. Published in 2017, it follows the Marin family as Anton takes a gap year after high school to try out the family business, ghost hunting. Now, Emma, what did you think? Well, I loved the idea of this book. Mm. I really loved... I loved the setting. I loved the idea of the history of ghost hunting. I loved that it read like a love letter to Melbourne. It was it was yes. so Melbourne. Like it was it was so almost pretentiously Melbourne. Yes. But a lot of things fell flat for me. I'm going to have to agree with you on pretty much all of that. <laughs> I loved that Melbourne was like a character. Yes. And it really – have you ever read um, Rivers of London by Ben Aron- no. Aron- Aronovich? Because I felt the same way about London in that book as I do in Melbourne in this book. It's like its own character and you feel like you're there with them. Like that's how well it's written about. Yeah, agreed. And But it wasn't even just modern day Melbourne. I, re- I did – one thing that I love was that the description of the ghost was – the ghosts are plural. Um, it was really historical. Like the, the yeah. ghosts would come out from like 30s Melbourne and then 50s Melbourne and then 70s yes. Melbourne. So I did love how Anton was like, I'm not really sure about the fashions. I should probably study up on that. <laughs> yeah. But then he would describe his own outfits and I'm like, no, 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 honey, you don't know anything about fashion. Don't even, don't just. And he, don't. he kept describing so often like what jacket he was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> was like why? Why is this relevant yeah, to yeah. the story? There are rogues like right next to you and you're describing your like. Yeah, that was sports parker. Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Truly bizarre. I did actually really like um, the inclusion where he talks about how there are no Aboriginal ghosts. Yes. Yeah. And how his aunt had a theory that it was because of the different burial rites. And I was like, finally, a story like this where you kind of, you talk about the lack of there being, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Lack of representation is, is. It's explained. Yeah. <laughs> it's explained and it's pointed and it's, yes. and it's, it was actually a really good explanation. I really liked yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, that's what I, it was a great concept, mm. bland banter and bland plot it was loose but really clever moments which yes. I think which which kept me going really really clever I'm, moments I have to be honest it took me maybe like three or four chapters to actually feel like I was getting into it because Anton really annoyed me oh, yeah. for pretty much the entire book like he seemed like a nice person yeah but he takes everything so lightheartedly and it's like, oh, I'm having this year off because I had this argument with dad and like, I want to go to uni, but he wants someone to follow the the family business along. And he's like, so we compromised, but he doesn't seem to care about it at all. Right. And you sort of, you, you sort of get 
you find out about, you know, his mom leaving and his aunt disappearing and you find out yeah. about his little brother dying and it's all really, really sad and you kind of think, okay, that sort of explains why he is the way that he is, but I don't yeah. think it does enough to show that. I don't think it does enough to link that. No. And then there were a lot of times where, like, another character would be like, oh, you're using sarcasm to, like, deflect from this thing and it was like, like that's a bit on the nose, I think. Yeah, <laughs> you're not yeah. showing, you're just telling, which I found was a big thing in this book. There were so many things, particularly with, like, the ghosts as well. We were just told all about them. We didn't necessarily just experience it and learn it as we went along. I sort of felt like I was being lectured about ghosts. Yeah, (laughs) which is is something about this book that I really liked, that you did get all that information. It's kind of like when J.K. Rowling puts out all that extra stuff about about the Wizarding World. Yeah. I think the world building is really good here. I reckon interesting. I'm kind of hoping that a 15 year old comes, writes a fan fiction that's better, and then I'll read that. (laughs) That's kind of what I'm hoping. I really did. So I loved all the info about the ghosts and all the different kinds. So there's like rogues and there's weepers. And like, I found that really interesting. It was just the way we got the info. I felt like. You could have just written like a textbook instead. Yeah, you know what was a big what was a big thing for me? Something that the I loved the idea of all the different you know ghost hunting organizations. That yeah. that was a really cool concept, but just not executed very well. So no. I loved the idea of it going back centuries, and I loved that everyone wants a different thing out of it, um, and their approaches are different as well. Yeah, but I just don't think that they did enough to say the difference between what the Marins do mm. and. You know, Rani and her sword, the difference between her, so she, for anyone that hasn't read it, for when she helps a ghost on its way, she just slashes through it with her sword, yeah. whereas Marin sort of, Marin is, the Marins are, <laughs> sorry, um, are a little bit more gentle in their approach, yeah. but it's to the same mean, like to the same. Yeah. But then we also get all those um, like philosophical questions that nobody knows the answer to, to like, well, are the Marins actually helping them onto a better place yeah. or, and whatever. Company of the Righteous. That's the yeah. one. Knew it would come to us. Yeah. Um, but whereas they're like, well, we just go in, gun slice and dice. Slice and dice. Yeah. But is that actually putting the soul to rest? Yeah. And I did like that they sort of have those moments of, you know, questioning, but then like, we never find anything else right. out. Right. So. Just, just the execution just isn't isn't yeah. – because they have a lot of back and forth. So one of my favourite things mm. about books in general is banter. Yeah. Conversation has to be written well, otherwise I'm like, mm, that's not how people talk. Well, you are robots. I mean, yeah, it's, it's uh, a pretty big thing. Yeah. And I don't think their banter was done well. No, I felt like the author was almost trying too hard to make it bantery. And did you – so Rani is a British character. Did you mm. find that sometimes she would be super British and then she just wouldn't be? Not particularly consistent. Yeah. Yeah, I did actually. Um, And also I found um, Anton to not really seem to be acting his age. Yeah. There were times where he seemed really, really young. Not necessarily immature because 18-year-olds can still be immature. They feel like it. 100%, yeah. Um, But I don't know. There were times, particularly in that first couple of chapters where I wasn't quite sure what was going on. Yeah, he seemed a lot younger and that kind of ruined parts of yeah. it for me. Look, and it's a it's a weird age group to set a young adult book, I feel. Because, yeah. I mean, the majority of young adult books are they're 15, 16, they're finding themselves, whereas this is yeah. this is their past high school. So I found it a bit awkward that Rani moved to Australia with her family and is driving an yeah. Aston Martin and is and is mm. an adult. But also but her parents have a lot of control over things and they're involved in everything and Yeah. It yeah. was it was just 
Yeah, I find with YA books, you've either got their, like, 15 to 16 or they're, like, 19 and older. Yeah. It's, like, like in between, yeah. you know, like, they're not, they're technically adults, but they're not quite, and it's, that's yeah. a really awkward position, I think, yeah. sometimes to put a book in, but, I, yeah, I don't think it quite worked. Yeah. Like, the whole gap year thing is obviously of that age, but then the way the book is written, it comes across as a lot younger, so I think those two things did not mesh. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. And particularly because Anton is so flippant about a lot of things, I never felt any sense of danger or, like, any stakes with any of it. Right, me too. So, and that's that's where you talked before about the ghost just kind of, you know, being explained. And, yeah. and, and I didn't really get the levels of danger between, you know, like a weeper and then, yeah. and then a rogue. You're kind of like, oh, um, okay, so a rogue is supposedly more dangerous, but Anton isn't that much more, you know? Yeah. He's, he's, well, he's barely got any experience either. Yeah. So he just kind of stumbles into things. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, this – I. it sort of comes across as him learning, you know, as his gap year is going, but he already has all this info about stuff, so shouldn't he kind of be more prepared? I don't know. It just didn't – yeah, yeah, it didn't quite work. I don't. Think. Yeah, I think flat is my word with is my word for this book. It's yeah, f- yeah, flat. But just I think there are some really powerful lines. I will mm. say it had a great opening line. Yeah, I like. I really like that it opens with "Let's get this straight." Like, like yeah. it was. It started with such authority. Yes, and I was like, I was like, great, cool. I'm into this, and then mm. his authority kind of. Yeah, well, see, even from that first, might have been the second page mm-hmm. where he's talking about a ghost sneaking up on him but then it's like the ghost was uh it was a drifting ghost i'm like is that supposed to be menacing right. because a ghost drifting to me is not menacing it clouds drift yeah <laughs> like, if it was flying at him i'd yeah. be like i get that sense of you know yeah his terror but the thing in that scene that was like seemed to hold his terror the most was the possum yeah <laughs> right so I think drifting implies like it doesn't have purpose it's lazy. there's no purpose there's that you're just oh just casually floating exactly. by you. exactly exactly yeah. but yeah that was the thing that he was that was terrifying him and then Ronnie just appears yeah and it's like never really explained <laughs> so Definitely. she's like she just sort of she just appears. Yeah. <laughs> she just appears. She just drifts in. Yeah. She, yes, she just yeah. drifts in and just slices things up with her sword. Yeah. I mean, like, I like the fact that she had a sword. Same, I'm all for swords. Yeah. Um, what did you think of her character? Kind of like I said before with the with the sometimes she's British, sometimes she's not. I feel like she she was really inconsistent and then I think mm. by the end she became his best friend, Beck. Suddenly they – Yeah, so – I, I really liked the concept of Beck when she was first introduced. You yeah. know, his, his best friend, it's platonic, you know, that whole mm. boy-girl friendship. They've been friends for, like, ages. They've been friends forever. Yeah. I loved I loved the addition of the glass eye. You yeah, know, that, that was, was so just, random. Just a random quirky description. I was like, oh, I like her. And, then, and you know, she was into cosplay. She was into um, – she was really into, uh, you know, from a librarian standship, I loved her digitization project. I was yes. like, Ooh, <laughs> you know, work feels. But then by the end, Rani kind of had no character and then, by the end she was obsessed with anime and cosplay like Beck and they were best friends and I just didn't know where that came from. Yeah, I my problem with Rani was that they literally just met and she's telling them like her whole life story, oh. but she's also supposed to be like this really mysterious person. Yeah. That bothered me. Yeah. Like if she's supposed to be really distrusting cuz she comes from the company of the righteous, which is what um the Marin family kind of 
they stepped away from. Yeah. They were excommunicado. So she's coming from that. She's been brought up basically in that situation. And then she's here to kind of like get tips from them, whatever. But then she just like ends up telling them like her whole life story yeah. and all her deepest secrets. And yeah, it's like, she makes herself completely vulnerable, which is what the company trains you not to do. It doesn't seem very realistic. Yeah. I mean, like I get having misgivings. Yeah. But then she's telling Antoine about how she was adopted and how she doesn't know about her real parents and she had a memory wiped and going off all of these things. It's like, you guys actually haven't known each other for very long. Right. And she expects stuff from him back. Like she, she's known him for a couple of days and she's yeah. like, you're not opening up to me. I just told you everything. You're not opening up to me. He, he's known you for two days. He's not yes. going to open up to you, Ronnie. He's Calm also down. a teenager. Like, yeah. They don't always tell you the whole yeah. life story. Like, yeah, I didn't find that very realistic. Yeah. And I wanted, the thing is, when I read books, I want to ship the characters. Oh, I, yeah. I want to ship them hard. I want to write fan fiction. I want to read fan fiction. I just want I just want that, and I didn't get it at all. And I could, oh, no. It was, you know, even their tension wasn't really set up well. So, I mean, not that not that I'm saying that female characters exist to be the ship to the male character, but, no, but it I want to be a romantic ship either. Exactly, exactly. I wanted them to have chemistry in whatever way, was, and they just didn't. There was no chemistry for anything in this book. Yeah. <laughs> like, at all. There was chemistry between Beck and her cup of tea. Yeah, her tea. Well, Beck and all the files. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, speaking of which, of, of all the files and the digitization, one thing that I loved was was the description of the bookshop. That was yes, goals. That, that was... was awesome. So the Marin family's like day business is a bookshop, and that was probably my favorite thing yes. about the whole book. Yes. Um, and they have like a secret door that leads into like their storage room for all their family files. And it was like, I would love a bookshop that has like yeah. a secret, secret compartment. Yeah, like that part, that was, I guess, you know, like, like with the other descriptions, the descriptions of the physical places were strong. That was they a really were. strong part of the book. So you could, mm. you could feel yourself walking in and you could see the shelves and you could see the piles of books. And it was, yeah. it was, you know, you could practically smell the, the old book smell. Yes. So that, and, and Antoine did love that too. He did love that. He did love that. <laughs> He's one redeeming yeah. feature. I also liked some of his, um, observations. So, mm. um, he would he would just sometimes say these things and I'd just get a really, you know, vivid image of what he was describing. Like there was one point where he was trying to, you know, describe what a ghost was and he described mm. it as a bad photocopy, like a really yeah. blurry photocopy of a person. And I was like, that's a really – That is a good way of describing yeah. it, yeah. But then he had other times where he was talking about things and you're just yeah. like – Dude, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> just, and it was it was like the author just had these really clever moments, wrote it down, but then everything around it was flat. But did these lines yeah. just stood out? Yeah, because yeah. there were some really well-written bits too, but it's just unfortunate it wasn't the whole yeah. story. Yeah, so yeah, for me, if somebody gave me an almanac and called it like the ghost hunters manual and it had all the it had like lurkers and then like a description then weepers and a description i I would love that and immerse Mm. myself in that it's just that story yeah or lack thereof (laughs) yes and it's weird because there are quite a few scenes that are at least supposed to be action scenes yeah and not all of them hit the mark but i feel like in general the action was written pretty well yes but there was no stakes. Yeah, right. <laughs> you didn't feel like Anton was ever going to cark it. Yeah. <laughs> or have his arm ripped off or anything like that. Like, I never felt 
like terrified for him. Yeah. Which is particularly in a book about like ghosts and like right. someone who's controlling ghosts, right. a phasmaturgist. Yeah. Which is a ridiculous word. Congratulations on pronouncing that. I was like, I'm just gonna Thank avoid you. saying that word. I'm just gonna say Sarah Evans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was it was very good. It's just yeah. No stakes. I'm sorry. And if you don't have stakes in action, right. then what's the point? Even when so there's a point where they get kidnapped by another one of these ghost hunting groups you never felt that they were in any danger no i did like oh gosh i can't remember what they're called either the trespassers so there are a group of the trespassers you don't remember what that group is called do you no i remember that i just remember that they were like immortal because i remember the description of the guy i remember the pointy yeah the pointy like triangle face so again good description yes i just remember the the guys who um kidnapped them were very polite yes (laughs) when they were talking about how they were going to like take their magical abilities from them and like leave them as husks so that they could all live longer yeah super creepy but yeah it didn't really feel like they weren't gonna make it out of that yeah there was never any um, there was never any danger. Mm-hmm. Some things some things that I did like, though, were some of the interactions with the ghosts were quite beautiful because yeah. it was a ghost that helped them out of that situation. Yes. So the some of those descriptions were really, really beautiful. The holding mm-hmm. hands with the ghost and the way he yeah. described that connection were really quite beautiful. Yeah. And then there's another part later where um, the little girl from... Yes, and he's... I did really like that, too, like how Anton is getting better at um, helping ghosts... To the other side, yeah. and it's basically him shoving his hand in their chest and like twisting, which yeah. not creepy at all. <laughs> it's creepy, very creepy, particularly when it was um, with Stacy, the phasmaturgist. Yeah, and she's a real p- human being with a with a ghost inside of her. Yeah, and he was like describing how it's like harder and <laughs> like yeah. just stop. But I quite liked how doing that, he gets like the flashes of the memories from their life. And he slowly gets better at doing it and, like, more in touch with what he's doing. So by the end, they're like, you're our friend. You're helping us. Whereas they're not doing that to the people who are slashing them with swords. Yeah, that's no, that's very true. Some development. Yeah. (laughs) Something that bothered me was um, the – you know how – with the safety Evans case, she started basically killing everybody that was involved in the, the so the crash. judge, the, yeah. the witnesses, things like that. And they're like, "Oh, we should alert the authorities." And I'm and I'm thinking, well, you know, the authorities aren't stupid. If people connected to that car crash start yeah. to die, they're going to make that connection naturally anyway. I felt that that was a bit of an awkward thing because yeah. those links are there. They're, they're, there's newspaper articles. The invest. It's going to you know the policeman involved, the court involved. Yeah, like the prosecutor and all of that. Right, like right. Like, you know, detectives are trained to, like, you know, find those links themselves. They don't, yeah. they, they know. You're going to call them and they're going to be like, you're cool. Thanks, Anton. We know. We've, we've got this. We can handle <laughs> or this. Or they're going to be like, why do you know this? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you getting your information? I kind of felt like that didn't quite work, again, with the whole stakes thing yeah. as her being the big bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's literally like her whole family, like, died in a car crash because of a truck hit them, I think it was. Yes. And then, like, the, the truck driver got off scot-free. I kind of didn't feel like that was, like, the big fish to fry. Right. I thought that was the distraction. Yeah. You know how there's usually a yes. distraction and then the real and big bad comes? Something, something bigger is happening. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be something that we've got crumbs now of something that will be bigger later on. Yeah. But I feel like to get people interested in any sequels, you have to have bigger Bigger crumbs yes. to kind of keep you interested. 
And I'm not. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I know. I was trying to think to myself because a sequel has been announced and is mm. coming. And I'm trying to think, am I Am I going to read this? Am mm. I? And you know what? I think I will. I, I'll at least check out what the blurb says. Yeah. And then decide because I, like you said before, I'm intrigued by the world, not the characters. Yeah. yeah. Which is a bit sad, but it happens. It does. <laughs> look, no, it does happen. Um, mm. It's, but you have to. You have to like the voice. You have to. Yeah. And look, there are there are times where he's super relatable. There are times when we all overthink and we all. But yeah, I just yeah. You know, I hope that when I'm talking, I hope that I don't sound like Anton. I hope you know what I mean. You know, sometimes I think <laughs> yeah. we all probably have a little bit of Anton in us, but not an entire novel's worth of Anton. It's no. too much Anton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I liked the bits when he was being like sarcastic or whatever because that yes, was good. Yes, that seemed very on character. But then there was just times where he was just talking, and I'm like, just stop. <laughs> yeah, just stop talking. Just. Get to the action Another, bit already. And maybe it's because of Anton or, or maybe it's just the way it was written. But did you notice that you just get these like random bits of information out of nowhere? So like you'd, yes. you'd go through the whole book and then suddenly he just randomly mentions that his dad's remarried and the wife's coming back and she's been on holiday. And I'm like, I, oh, what? I really, okay, that is actually one of the things I would really like to know about. Okay. What is with the second wife? Right. And not living in the same place. Like, right, right. It's I just, don't understand. Yeah. The other thing for me was when the lady from the Company of the Righteous came and she's like, I dated your auntie. I and also dated your dad. Yeah. So she dated the siblings and that's just, yeah. that was, was that necessary? Yeah, like it, like, it was not, it didn't, I was cool with her being like, oh, yes, I used to date your auntie who disappeared. Yeah, that was but a great twist. we had to have the, the dads like, oh, yes, we dated as well. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> Couldn't have you just left it at the auntie? Yeah, like clearly her favourite her favorite tree is the family tree. Okay, <laughs> we get it. But it was just – there, there were so many things dropped in that – just there was no purpose. Yeah. And if they had just built it or come back to it or, or – Yeah. But, Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we, I just find it funny because there were the very two extremes. So many things thrown at you and explained well beyond what they needed to be. And yeah. then so many things that were there, but you, they never get mentioned again. Exactly. And one of the things I really hope I, – I will seriously read a book that's just about Auntie Tanya. <laughs> I want to know everything about her. What happened? Where did she disappear to? Yeah. I want I, just a detailed description of every seance she's ever performed. Yes. Right. Fantastic. <laughs> yes, a prequel of yeah. like her ghost hunting yeah. is what I want. Yeah, Tanya and Leon's like ghost hunting history. Because yes. that, that was something that made me sad actually. Probably more from just thinking about it rather than the words that were written. But the <laughs> fact that it skipped his dad's generation. So the reason why it's yeah. so important that he carries on the family business is that his dad literally can't. His yeah. dad well, does not because have Because Tanya's sight. disappeared. Yeah. So she had the power. The dad yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Anton does. And I felt sorry for the dad, so Leon, because he threw himself so much into, like, the history of the family and stuff because he can't see ghosts yeah. and he can't help them move on. Yeah. And that was sad. And I suppose it was quite realistic, his kind of reaction to Anton having it. Yeah. So he's like, you have to do this. Like, I wasn't given the opportunity. Yeah. Like, why don't you want to? You know, because that happens a lot in families. And, yeah. there and that's something that... quite relatable. There are, there are a lot of relatable things that I yeah. think that young people will mm. pick up on. And a lot if of like jealousy in that relationship, even though For he's sure. still really loving and they have a nice relationship. But Anton's like, well, I, you know, I do notice like how you're acting. Like I know you. Yeah. And Leon's just like, oh, <laughs> I yeah. thought I was hiding that really well. Yeah. Like, well, I guess you're, you're adorable. <laughs> exactly. But I guess, you know, Anton couldn't help but pick it up because. 
we learn early on that Anton's homeschooled. Mm. So he's basically just around his dad 24-7. Yeah. So, of course, you, and you don't get an opportunity to mom, hide. His mum yeah. left because yeah. his younger brother died. Yeah, that I, was sad. That was sad. I feel like it was also really random. It was really random. <laughs> the explanation of it. Yeah. It just seemed kind of like shoved in there. But he yeah. also mentioned the brother. He mentions the mum leaving because – what's the brother's name? Carl. Carl, Carl. Think, yeah. Because Carl died, but then you don't find out who Carl is for, like, a few chapters. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. The pacing of this book was weird. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. not 100% sure it worked. But. Yeah. It, look, it's – it's mm. the bits the, – the lines that were great were great. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to like it more than I did. How did you feel about the final so-called battle? Because personally, I thought it was super anticlimactic. It definitely was. It, it, <laughs> no, it definitely was. I was like, wait, is that it? Yes, because Anton and Rani figure out, oh, we can like lure Stacy because I think they've realized she's inhabited by a rogue. Yeah, which they realized like she really was possessed. Yeah, crazy ghost. Yeah. Um, we can lure her back to the crash site where there's like a memorial, and then we can like get the ghost out of her. And it just seems to work yeah. really easily. Like, it's like what you were saying before about stakes. There was no – there was – it just happened. There was never any doubt that it wasn't yeah. going to just happen. And even when Stacey pulls out, like, a bottle and, like, empties it and all these rogues spill out and, like, they're attacking Rani while, you know, it didn't – I never felt like she wasn't going to make it. <laughs> no, no. You're, you're like, she got yeah. this, she got this. Like, it's fine, whatever. And then um, the trespassers – with the pointy face, they show up. Yeah. Because they're like, we're going to get you again. And then the they, company of the righteous come in a, a helicopter and blow their cars up. But then they have like a chat afterwards. Yeah, like, and everything's fine. fine. And everyone's like, cool, cool, cool. See you in 50 years when when something blows yes, up again. We've been doing this for so long. And it's just like, yeah. wait, what? And <laughs> even they describe it as like um, everyone's suddenly interested in Melbourne because things are happening in Melbourne. All these ghostly pre- – that wasn't yeah. – no, that didn't come I'm, out. That wasn't explained. I'm wondering if that's something that will be addressed in the next book or if it's one of those, like, long game sort of things. Yeah. But then, like, it doesn't keep me interested if you don't. No, you have to shoot your shot yeah. now. <laughs> you, yeah. yeah. Or at least say, like, have a theory, like, to have the family have a theory about why yeah. they're all coming to Melbourne. And then, you know, have more thoughts in later books. But definitely. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't really care. Yeah. To have to make me care in order to make me read the rest of the series. Exactly, and to do mm. that, you have to, you have to make me you have to in, like make me invested in your characters. Exactly. I have to, I have to care that this person's okay. I mean, but no stakes, no stakes. There's <laughs> no, no caring. There's no stakes. <laughs> yeah, there was particularly considering how much build up there was to that. I mean, it wasn't particularly well like thought out build up to the climax. Yeah, but there was there was a direction. Yeah. And then it was just like we derailed. <laughs> yeah, we we, we yeah. derailed, but we just went with it because yeah. yeah, it just got very confusing to be honest. Yeah, mm. gadgets for lack of a better word, because we're we're not just talking like technology; we're also talking yeah. heirlooms, magic, magic, and stuff. But at one point, Rani just really flippantly mentions, "Oh yeah, I just to when I'm when I'm looking for ghosts, I just use this overlay that I have to Google Maps, and it just shows me all the ghosts on a map." Yeah. I love I loved that hard. I'm like, imagine, yeah, imagine it's kind of like Pokemon Go, but ghosts. Yes. <laughs> so I love that. But then they just never mentioned it again, which is weird because like 
they're looking for ghosts. Right. Does because they, only work they, in England? They literally go yeah. hunting for ghosts. Right. I'm and like, they, like, they, like, stake out different places to see if ghosts appear. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, so you have this technology, you're just choosing not to use yeah. it now. <laughs> it was just fun to mention, like, 40 pages ago. Yeah. And I did actually really like – so Anton has the Marin family pendant yeah. heirloom, um, which is magical. They don't know how or why – or anything to do with it. They just know it does certain things like unlocking doors. And yeah. It like, I think it vibrates when there's like ghosts around or yeah. getting closer. And he can use it for seances. He can. Yes. That, I feel like the seance thing was, I mean, it worked in the plot, but I really hope there's more later. If, yes. If I continue reading. Yes. 100%. Because that was like my favorite bit. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I really loved. And because that came specifically from his auntie who disappeared and that yeah. was how This she is why we need the prequel. <laughs> right. Look, yeah. Instead of a sequel, can you just park that? Yes. Give, give us the prequel. Focus on his auntie. Anton's not even born yet. Yeah. Right. That's, <laughs> that's the stuff that I want. Yeah. Basically. That is the content we need in our lives. And so Rani also had a bracelet, which was like magical, yeah. but we didn't really hear much about what it actually does. No, we heard more about her sword. We heard more about her yeah. fighting. Mm-hmm. And then when it and was convenient, the bangle sort of came up. Yeah, but the sword is just a sword. The sword is just a sword. Yeah. It's it's a cool it's not, sword. Yeah, it's not magical 10 out of 10 for sword. Um, Definitely. That's 11 probably, out of 10 for sword. Uh, we'll go back. That's probably one of my favorite things. Yes, <laughs> yes. How many swords there are yeah. in this book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I would love a sword, but that's a diff- that's a different conversation. Yeah. How about we decide what our favorite things were? Okay. Yeah. Um. How about I go with my favorite character first? Yeah. I'll have to be honest with you. I, there weren't any characters that were like standout favorite characters, so I actually went with Stacy, our good old phasmaturgist, yeah. because she was just interesting, even though I didn't think she was that great of a so-called villain. She was just she intrigued me. Yeah, it was. I want to know more. The story was tragic. That was that. That's a yes. devastating yeah. loss. And sort of, if they had done that better, mm. she could have been an amazing big bad. Yes, because she's all that trauma. Everyone mm. you love is suddenly gone. It was almost. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to say it, but it was almost a cop out to have her be possessed. Yeah. Agreed, because but, because the thing is, tr- trauma can cause yeah. that kind of rage, that kind of yeah. Um, and she would have been like figuring out magic and like how yeah. to summon rogues. But then, that would have been cool. But then also, Anton with these new skills of being able to like tap into ghosts and calm them down and being that empath mm. almost complete opposite. Yeah, and he could have almost talked her down. He could yeah. have over the span of a few books, she could have been this big bad, and then by the end, Anton's developed his skills and he's able to bring her I back. I feel like you should write the sequels. Uh-huh. Go write a fan fiction where you rewrite the whole book, and then I'll email <laughs> it to you immediately. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, who was your favorite character? Did you have one? Like, I, like you, I struggled with favorite characters. Um, mm-hmm. So it's for me, it's more who I like the idea of. <laughs> so I loved the idea of his aunt. I actually, yes. what an interesting lady. What a, what a, what a life she's, she's lived. She's just referenced like three or four times. Yeah, yeah she's, ref- mm-hmm. she's referenced. But those references are like, I want to know that story. Exactly. Stop telling me about this now. This is Tell why me about I need the prequel. <laughs> yes, yes. So I want, I really loved the idea of her. I want to know all about her work. Agreed. Um, and so, yeah, that that that's... I mean, it was slim pickings, but she was my favourite. Unfortunately. Um, my favourite moment was actually what we spoke a little bit about before was escaping the house in Turek, um, which is when they'd been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And they go, they escaped by finding a weeper. And she sort of, I think he was a weeper. 
she was sitting in the corner weeping. So, um, and she sort of takes them into the ghostly plane and like kind of out of the house and like down the street. And that was, I think the second seance they tried. Yep. Um, and then that kind of makes you think, well, what happened to Auntie Tanya? Did she go into the ghostly plane? Exactly. Yes. But anyway, I think that was my favorite moment. Okay, that's you? cool. I don't I don't know that I have a favorite moment, but I do have a favorite observation of Anton. So sometimes <laughs> I give I've been, you know, so, sort of I've been sort of kicking Anton in the face this whole um, this whole <laughs> recording session, but um he does have really good one-liners and there was there was something something that he said that I really enjoyed and related to was that he was suspicious of anything that sounds like it could be on a motivational poster. I was like that is I was like yeah, you know what me too. I I am also suspicious of anything that sounds that perky. So yeah, yeah so I not really a favorite moment but favorite quotes. There were yes. some really well, strong quotes. We were doing yeah. favorite quotes as well. So is okay. that your favorite quote? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ditto. <laughs> That works. It works. Um, my favorite quote was actually something Anton says to Rani, sort of the beginning-ish, probably like the first quarter of the book. And yeah. he says, I'm confident in my masculinity. I don't mind if I'm protected by a girl. Not torn to pieces beats torn to pieces any day. Yeah, I loved that. I loved yes. that. He had some good moments with that. Yeah. I really liked that. I mean, that's another positive to the book. There was no sort of sexism. There was it was no. it was very socially aware. And, it was, and, and but not in that like really in your face way. Yeah. It was just him being like, I can be best friends with a girl and not yeah. be in love with her. Yeah, why why would that even be weird? Like, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, I did quite like that. There were there were things I liked in this yeah. book. Yeah, <laughs> there, there wasn't enough Anton and Beck. There really wasn't enough of their no, friendship. No, that's very true. Yeah, yeah, and particularly because the whole thing is she got sus- suspicious of him having a gap year. Yeah, and she wants to know what's going on, so he actually has to tell her yeah. about the whole ghost hunting thing. Yeah, but anyway, I yeah, so I agree. Wasn't enough of that relationship. Shall we try and rate this? Yes, out of five. Yes, what would you give it? Maybe you go first so I, I don't feel like I'm being mean. I am going to give it 2.75, not quite three stars. Yep. Um, because I did like it. I mostly enjoyed reading it. There were times where I was just like, oh, my God, just, you know, it did irritate me a little bit. Um, but at the same time, I didn't love it. There was quite a few things that I were like, it didn't quite do it well enough. So it's, it's a, in the middle of you know, it's okay to, I liked it Okay, <laughs> in, no. the, in the middle there. Good, good. I don't That's feel so mean now. too technical, but okay. yeah. Mine's a little, mine's more technical. I've broken <laughs> up my um, rating into two. So I've given it 2.5 for execution, the actual product, mm. 2.5. It was, it wasn't awful. It wasn't, it no, wasn't awful. I've read worse. Yeah, oh, <laughs> certainly. I've, I've written fan fiction for worse books, but um, I've given it 2.5 for execution, 3.5 for concept. Mm. I love the world. Which is amazing you just world building. Go in the middle. Yeah. Is it 2.5? 2. 2. <laughs> I like it. Can, I like we it. We can just go in the middle. Yeah. I mean, it's probably actually three, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not the point. Yeah. Yes, no, that's. I, I would have sort of. I would agree with that. I've just sort of like gone. We'll yeah. just mesh those together. Exactly. Because I still, you know, I found myself. Um, you know, it's been weeks since I read it properly, but I still find myself thinking about the world, mm. not the characters. Yeah. Normally I would daydream about the characters doing fun <laughs> things, but um, I do still think about the world and that yeah. shows that there is definitely potential in yeah. the universe. I definitely think it's something that the younger age group should try because yes. even though the character is 18, 
that's yeah. not really a yeah telling because I no. often kind of think, well, how old are the characters? Yeah, and that can kind and of and what's the content going to be like? It, yeah. Because when you when you read about an eighteen year old character, that's very different than something with a fourteen year old protagonist. Yeah, and content but wise, in this, it's sort of interchangeable. So yeah. it's kind of a good thing, I suppose. Yeah. So those are our thoughts on Gap Year in Ghost Town by Michael Pryor. Thank you for joining me once more, Emma. It's been lovely talking to you. Thank you for having me again. Um, like our review, why not check out the other book we reviewed together, Small Spaces by Sarah Epstein. Thank you for joining us, dear listener. We can't wait to talk to you next time when we chat, chat you up. up.